Cocktail Enthusiast podcast. This week, Nico and Kevin discuss Mexican whiskey, break down the spirits awards industry, and Nico humbly admits he was wrong. There is, in fact, no weed whiskey. Damn it. Also, a brand new tasting with the intern. This guy just can't get enough. So sit back and have a cocktail. And now, your host, Nico Martini. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cocktail Enthusiast Podcast. I am Nico, here, as always, with Mr. Kevin Gray. Hey, Nico. Hey, man. What's going on? Oh, you know, a little si- this, a little that. What are you, uh, what, what, what you got there? What you sipping on? Just a little, a little whiskey? A little bit of a I.W. Harper, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Oh, nice. What year? What is that? Like, is that new? Relatively new, yeah. It looks new. It's in one of those um, secret, like super secret bottles that looks like you've robbed a high school uh, chemistry class. Yeah. (laughs) It does say not for resale in in big letters on it. So um, So that means you have to give it to me. Oh, damn it. I wasn't going to sell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why don't we kick off the show today with some quick hits, as we usually do, because those are usually fun. Yeah, so I just came across this, and I thought it was kind of amazing. Speaking of but, fun. Um, you know uh, Billy D. Williams, I, a.k.a. Lando? I do know Billy D. Williams. So um, I'm not sure if you knew that in the 80s, or 86 through 1991, he was the voice for Colt 45 Malt Liquor. You are you are making me feel like an old man. Of course I knew that Billy D. Williams was the voice of Colt 45. Did you not? I'm so old. Go on. Dude, I was born like three. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But the man, he's now 78, by the way. He's back. He's now repping Colt 45 again. That's so badass. I love it. He, oh. There's a new ad out. He's just sitting there holding a 16-ounce can. I don't know why he's not holding a 40. That would be... That w- obviously better yeah well he's 78 maybe he's got to take it a little he's, slow he's yeah he's he's been to his doctor his blood pressure's <laughs> high you he's know limited to one malt liquor a day let's, let's take it take it back a notch billy um, d. but billy d i mean love that guy so cool so smooth and now colt 45 is spending some ad dollars yeah what i thought was did interesting they get, did they get bought or something <laughs> i don't think so okay. but so what i thought was interesting is uh, colt 45 <clears throat> just maybe because of its like being name dropped a lot in rap songs and other right. pop culture to me that seems like it's got to be one of the most if not the most popular malt liquors in the world mm-hmm. turns out it's sixth um steel Six. steel reserve is number one i don't even know what that means what is this like another hey the most popular liquor in the world is beiju from china and no one freaking drinks it here well steel reserve <laughs> is owned by miller Coors. okay uh, i've I, never heard of and this i in used my to life. drink it in college on occasion steel reserve <laughs> yeah i think it's like what 8.1 or eight eight and a half percent abv cow. or something comes in a big silver can i don't recommend it to anybody wow yeah, not even not even my old college self. <laughs> Steel Reserve. What's yeah. number two? T- give know. me something I've heard of. You don't know. It doesn't matter. No. The list just said number one, and then where Colt Forty Five was. Yeah. <laughs> that's on, hey, that's fine. That sounds like an awesome list. Um, I know it kind of does. But yeah. Holy cow. So, um, Billy D, he's back. <laughs> repping repping Colt Forty Five, which really makes me want to go out and buy some Colt 45 just to make sure Billy D has a comfortable retirement. You that's, know? that's kind of, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, last, last week, last podcast, whatever it was, the, la- the, the last time that we were together in front of these microphones, um, we brought up the whole weed whiskey thing. Yeah. And man. so I went back, I found the article that I was talking about that, um, Fred Minnick who wrote Bourbon Curious, which is a really cool book, by the way, have you, 
Have you opened that one up yet? I own it. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I own a lot of books. <laughs> right, right. I know the feeling. Um, it's a really cool book all about if you um, if you want a really good tasting guide to bourbon, check out Bourbon Curious by uh, Fred Minnick. Anyway, he was on Twitter and he was talking about the just the concept of marijuana-flavored bourbon. Um, I was wrong. There is no weed-flavored bourbon, but he was talking about how he did this, um, this session at the Bourbon Classic and he asked the distillers there if they could foresee them working with marijuana in the future because he and he was referencing um the the one from humboldt that we oh, that yeah. you wrote about um humboldt's finest it is a hemp flavored vodka mm-hmm. so i mean the, the the level of thc is negligible right more like it just gets some flavoring from hemp but right. yeah which is which is really interesting but basically he was just kind of saying that that um whiskey distillers are could could possibly be interested in working with marijuana which would be crazy yeah, I'm way, I'm way I'm way more likely to drink weed whiskey than weed vodka. I also it's kind of like now that we've seen everything from like root beer flavored whiskey to right. everything else. I don't even think it's that weird. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's like it's yeah, a pl- it's so. a natural plant. Ugh. You're not going to get high from it. Right. I mean, so it, it's a gimmick, obviously. Yeah, of course, no. But so is root beer flavored whiskey. Who likes the taste of weed? I mean, it's like you don't. Yeah, you mean eating it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like if it, or the flavor. I guess yeah. who likes the flavor of marijuana? That's you're not in it for the flavor. You're in it for you know the end game. The end game. Pretty much, you know. Yeah, I would agree with that. Unlike whiskey, which tastes delicious, and I'm in it from start to finish. Absolutely. In it to win it. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of whatever you just said, which is not what I'm, I'm, this is a non sequitur. (laughs) Um, Twice in one podcast. Actually, whiskey, whiskey in general. There's there's the transition. So, um, Pierre de Almas, are you familiar with them? Mezcal people? Mezcal people. Okay. They are, um, they have started making a whiskey out of Oaxacan corn. Whoa. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's basically, it's very sort of bourbon-esque and, um, they're using 60 different, uh, or they're, they're, Oaxaca is actually home of 35 of the 60 different corn varietals in Mexico. And so, um, you know, they, there's corn all over their, all, all over their agave fields. And so they just kind of decided, Hey, why don't we take a look at this and see how this goes? So yeah, they've started making Oaxacan whiskey and have you ever heard of mexican whiskey so it i know that it exists in like very small sure quantities and it's not always exactly what we think of when we think of whiskey because you know it could be clear it could be just you know a a mishmash of grains right but no mexican whiskey is as a whole is not something you see and i mean we've done a good amount of drinking in mexico right Right. and it's i mean in in mexico they drink scotch bourbon they only made they only made four thousand bottles last year and it's a very very small run they're doing a copper pot distillery or they're doing a copper pot distilling so so it's out it's available yeah it's available right now it's hard to find it's it's kind of it's kind of hardcore california right now i don't even know if it's it's elsewhere but yeah it's out there so um look online i want to buy some yeah what's it called anyone anyone in cali please send us some it's it's I love it. It's called Whiskey from Oaxaca. That's the name of the whiskey. Maybe is that like a it's like a hardcore SEO <laughs> proposition? That's they yeah, they were talking to their web guy before they named the whiskey. That's awesome. Whiskey from Oaxaca. Yeah, a totally. Nice alliteration going. Okay. Oh, so cool. Cool. 
Um, I don't know. What else you got? What else? What else? What else? Um, some Irish gen won best in the world at some other awards thing. How many awards Pass. things are there? Too many. Okay. Okay. It's if you do, How if you, does it work? If you can't get a bronze medal somewhere, right. you just didn't, you forgot to put your name on the submission form. So why don't, why don't we do, why don't we crack open the entire um, booze awards industry right now? How does a booze award work, Kevin? Well, Nico, they're all different, and there's many of them, but sure. for the most part... Some of them are more distinguished than others, certainly. yada, yada, yada. There are, there are some good ones. Um, for the most part, you do have to pay to be considered. Right. And I mean, part of that makes sense. Like, you are it, sending a bottle for consideration. Sure. Somebody has to unpack it. Somebody has to take the time to taste it. It's kind of... It, it, that that portion of it, when I, first heard, when I first heard about that whole thing, I was kind of like, oh, this whole thing's a racket. But then I kind of thought back to... Um, my film days and just every single film festival out there regardless of if it's Sundance or Cannes or or the Croatian short film festival heard that's you, good you are paying I actually had a film in that I thought it was fake. <laughs> nope, that was totally real. That was okay. that's the one film festival that I had a film in. I did not go to Croatia, but I should have. Well, um, <laughs> thank you. I'll show it to you one day. Um, so, uh, regardless of whatever film festival you go to, you have to pay an entry fee, even if it's even if it's just a thirty five bucks. Thing. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think a lot of the spirit ones are more like in the multiple hundreds. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah um, they are. So, I mean, yeah, maybe there's a bit of a racket going on there. But um, still. you just have to think it's kind of like you know. If you're paying $300, maybe they don't want to give you the world's worst review. But but right. you never know. But anyway, so you submit it. There's always, like, there's guidelines. There's timelines. You have to submit into a specific category. So it could be American whiskey. It could be Irish whiskey. It could be, you know, American, American rye. rye, American, American vodka, right. international vodka. I mean, there's a lot of different categories that you have to apply to. And international then, infused gin. Exactly. And Best then, in the world. One out of three. <laughs> and then um, there's a panel of tasters. Um, what changes is <clears throat> in some in some competitions, every single spirit will be tasted by many, many people. Like maybe like eight to ten people would taste every – like let's say there's 20 tasters. Eight of them would taste every single one, right? So right. it's like everything gets tasted by like let's say eight people. Other ones, everything gets tasted by four people. Other ones, everything gets tasted by some guy. Uh, um, so it, uh, it, it, the it some guy tasting. Yeah, it, it varies, but typically the panel is comprised of pretty legitimate guys. Why do you Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was It was just kind of a. I, I was just kind of curious about. I mean, it, it sort of seems like it. It started to seem like if you walk into a liquor store and you, um, if you if you walk into a liquor store and you see something that doesn't have a metal mm -hmm. then it seems like they're doing something wrong now or they're just not some yeah it's or like they're, they're not submitting I or mean, they're big enough that they don't have to do that crap anymore yeah like i don't i don't know if jack daniel's new rye that we talked about is ever right. going to have a medal because they don't care but what's i mean <clears throat> so i i can't even think of all of them off the top of my head but there's um there's a san francisco world spirits competition that there's the um, uh the international wine and spirits competition the new york spirits competition there's one in denver there's um i mean there's there's so many of them there's one in london there's like the whiskey the whiskey awards the or whiskey fest i mean right. i think to a tasting panel and other places they just give out those little like shelf talkers right like it's not necessarily an awards ceremony sure, sure. competition but they, they still like rate it and 
have their own internal awards. So yeah, it is hard to walk into a liquor store without seeing somebody boasting about winning a medal. But what I always think is interesting is it's like, let's say it's a San Francisco competition, right? And I'm just picking them because I right. want to, not because I have any, any insights into them over another. Sure. But if you win a bronze medal, what does that really mean? If you actually look at the ratings, it means like pretty good for the category right you know I, yeah, I, I it's guess, not like being an olympian where you're placing third out of like the world yeah i, you would, know be, I, I mean? would be curious the 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 percentage of medals that are given out i think it's very high it's incredibly high, like yeah. alarmingly high yeah, and that's that's sort of uh my issue with them in general is that so many people win medals because i, I think people are paying to, to be in there and they don't want to turn everybody away so the guys winning like the best of the best you know the double gold medals i i believe that they probably deserve that sure. but the average bronze medal winner right i mean i don't know Come i on. think it, it kind of they're not winning it's not like a hundred people enter and there's a gold a silver and a bronze i think that's yeah. what a lot of people don't realize if a hundred people enter 75 of them could win a bronze or higher right you know what i mean that's interesting. so to me it, it waters are, it down a little bit are there are there consistent um are there consistent spirits ratings i mean like like wine enthusiast or or um who's that other dude um whiskey advocate no no uh, i'm I'm still i'm still thinking about wine wine enthusiast or robert parker like like the robert parker uh wine enthusiast equivalent for spirits is there like um the spirit journal by okay right on yeah i mean he and and i've actually done a tasting seminar with paul before he's amazing yeah and I, i genuinely trust that guy cool if something is in f paul packle's spirit journal i would I, I would you believe put him? my stamp of approval totally on his agree. rating because I, I totally believe him. Right on. So, yeah, that's I mean, cool. the Spirit Journal is something that's great. There's something we review spirits all the time. There's a lot of publications. Sure. You're, you're, you know, whiskey advocate, wine enthusiast. Sure. There's so many of it's, them. It seems like there should, it, it just seems like there, maybe that's, I don't know. The medals have seemed to taken, ha, have taken that place in spirits in general. And the medals seem to be so all over the damn place. I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like genuinely, if you and I wanted to start a whiskey competition where 95% of the people that enter paying our $200 fee are going to get at least a bronze medal, then, you know, we could totally do that. And then I'm going to walk in and see some terrible whiskey that I really didn't like, but we gave a bronze medal to. Right. They're, you know, hawking, hawking our wares on their bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, whiskey, or I'm sorry, whiskey, uh, wine, wine enthusiast or Robert Parker, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, they have different flavor profiles and it's sort of like if you buy into the Robert Parker system you're you may not necessarily like the the ones that the wine enthusiast is 95 on but if Robert Parker says 95 and you kind of have the same similar taste as Robert mm-hmm. Parker then you're going to do it yeah. but i don't necessarily think that every single silver medal from san, uh, san francisco i'm going to agree that yeah not bad right you know yeah and also i mean first off everything's subjective right so it's like if if i give something four out of five stars you might think it's a two star or you might think it's a five star right um so it's it's all very subjective but 
one thing that also you also have to consider is like there are some categories that you just don't like like right. there is a category for flavored vodkas that's true and there could be a gold medal winning flavored vodka and hopefully the guys tasting these flavored vodkas are experts and enthusiasts in that field and really know what they're talking about right because i would be pretty bad at judging flavored vodkas because I just don't really like flavored vodkas as a whole. There are some are way better than others. Yeah, absolutely. There are some very good ones out there, but you know, if you put me in the tequila, the scotch, the American whiskey contest, sure, I would have a much larger baseline of which to taste against. Right, absolutely. being able to compare A to B. Um, so that's another thing too. Is like if you see something you you just don't like, getting a silver or a gold. Well, it might still be very good. Sure, sure, but, yeah. absolutely. It's an it, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, Nico's deep thought of the day. Yeah, it's my it's my my random deep thought of the day. I don't know. It was kind of it was it was that one thing because I because I saw that I saw that article about um, I don't even remember. I just I, Irish gin. Yeah, I deleted it off of there. Some Irish gin went into it was a gin and a whisk. It was a gin and a vodka, and they went into some Russian spirits competition and they won the vodka. And it was kind of like okay. That's an interesting story. Yeah. But what I don't I've never heard of this Russian spirits competition and why should I I mean I, I you know just sort of naturally oh of course Russians know more about vodka but at the same time what if it's uh some guy what if it's Nico and Kevin Russian version that are like let's do a let's do a competition and then you know it's sort of like an arbitrary win for these Irish people but now that's become their entire marketing right. plan. It's like we won in Russia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> really cool, guys. That's awesome. I know. I don't know. And I'm not. And uh, part of the reason I'm not saying the name is because I don't want to dog these guys because like whatever. That's fine. And we but, haven't tasted it. So yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It could be. It could be the best damn vodka we've ever had. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's the it's the idea of the way that that whole system works. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Um, okay. Why don't we do? Why don't we kick it over to tasting with an intern? Yes, Mark. Get over here. We're we're in for. <laughs> We're in for round two of tasting with the intern. I don't know how many of these we're gonna do, but uh, a bunch. But this until is, until the intern quits until, or, or graduates, until he's just until he's just sick of us. He is of age. We should we he should is. we should he note is. that. Okay. All right. Here is here is our brand new segment: tasting with the intern. And now it's time for Tasting with the Intern, where Nico and Kevin feed booze to some poor sap in the name of education. Oh man, good luck, kid. Welcome back hey, to the podcast. Hey, hey, thanks so much for having me back. Uh, the first one was a lot of fun, so I'm excited uh, again to taste more things. And let me talk about this glassware for a second. Where'd you get this? From a Halloween supply store? This is their opaque Black stemware. Like, I, like I've stated multiple times in my life. I got it from Amazon Prime, which is where I buy everything. Should be sponsored by Amazon Prime. (laughs) Amazon, give us a call because you could give us Prime for free. That's all, I mean, we'll, you know, that's all we gotta do. We talk about you every damn episode. Shit. That's good stuff. (laughs) So, uh, this is Kevin. We are, uh... (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm here, too. I'm here, too. Kevin's Kevin's here, too. Kevin's here, too. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, so Nico just poured uh, some unknown liquor into this opaque glass for both Mark and me to taste. And Nico, 
Should we just dive in? I guess there's nothing you should tell us because we're, no, ta we're tasting completely blind here. No, I don't want to tell you anything because I want this to be as blind as you can possibly go. So you're you're over here smelling. You're like, oh, I can't I can't tell I can't tell what this dude. That's a go. What are you, Mr. Kevin? I just don't want to lose to the intern. I want to start. with... <laughs> are we keeping score now? Yes, we are. I want to I want to start with Mr. Mark. What do you smell? Uh, it's bright, almost a little fruity. I can definitely. Uh, I'd almost say it smells a bit like a vodka would smell. Okay. Bright and fruity, you've come a long way. Yeah? Yeah, you used to say, this smells like some sort of liquor. This, <laughs> this smells like boo booze. There's booze in this glass. So you said it smells like a vodka. So, mm -hmm. um, And you said it's bright and fruity, right? right? So we literally cannot tell the color of this liquid. Even Can't. looking straight at it, because of the black opaque glass we have no idea if this is a clear or dark spirit it almost but, looks purple looking in there just because of the reflection but based based on your notes are you assuming it's a clear i'm liquor? assuming it's a clear spirit yes okay cool gotcha and i wish that i could fully describe why i think that but i guess just from you're, man it's yeah it's a process yeah. yeah totally absolutely so i think you're spot on with the fruit mm -hmm. so i get a lot of fruit notes as well like kind of like a uh, tropical kind of like a maybe like a pineapple coconut kind of thing going on so it could even be a rum so that's my, yes yeah. so i know where you're coming from with the vodka because it does have this kind of like clean sweetness to it but the this like the biggest thing that I get is actually fruit, mm -hmm. which makes me think it's probably not a vodka. And then I'm starting to think more rum. Yeah. But, you That's know, some tequilas are fruity. That's true. Um, and some That's tequilas true. have tropical fruit notes. Unaged brandy has a ton of fruit notes because it's made from fruit. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could go... Grape juice also has a lot of fruit. Is this Walter's grape juice? Is this Manischewitz? <laughs> is this Manischewitz? <laughs> I, I can't believe the second episode you bring the Manischewitz out. <laughs> All right, boys. Taste right. it. Give okay. it a go. Okay. Give, right. give it a go. Give it a go. Forgot we hadn't drank it yet. Yeah, no. You're still talking about the smell. I just spilled some on the desk. I'm sorry. Be well. Who's the intern now? Yeah. Me. Okay. It's <laughs> definitely not a vodka. Okay. Too much flavor, right? Yeah. Way too much flavor. I'm trying to, trying to put into words what I feel about this. You're like every man in history. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm just sitting here drinking rye whiskey while y'all are like, I don't know what this. So I went in. I went in again for another to, taste. Do you want to go first? Do you have anything to say yet? Yeah, I feel like I need to go first before before my thoughts are tainted by what you say, which is probably correct. You said taint. Um, this is an explicit show, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going in again because I'm not. It's the sound of him drinking. Yes, it's very dramatic. Num 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 num. I've right, spent now, way too much time with an 11-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> now, I definitely... I, it's definitely not a vodka. Um, I still have some spicy fruit fruitiness is what I'm feeling, and I almost feel like this is more of a rum. Mm -hmm. Maybe some... Maybe it's... Uh, now I kind of think it's aged in some way. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Because it's a deeper kind of a... Uh, kind of feel it in the back of your throat, kind of a deeper sensation. Don't Don't say it. Moving on. <laughs> That's kind of what I think. Clean it up. Um, okay, so I definitely think this is a rum. I think it's an unaged rum, or or if it's aged, I think it's very young. Mm -hmm. But um, I get zero oak on this, like zero of that like oaky tannin. Yeah. Thing. So I think it is a clear rum. Um, I get a lot of fruit notes still, a little bit of spice, and a little bit of sweetness. I'm going. I'm going unaged rum. Final answer. 
Let me take one more. All right. One more. Okay. I'm not wrong. Mark's going with the aged rum, and Kevin's going with the not aged rum. Kevin Kevin has said that it's uh, that there are um, he's he's getting hints of coconut, and that there is a certain fruitiness to it. Pineapple and banana. Pine, pineapple banana, and um, Mark's also talking about the. Did you say vanilla? I said uh, like a spicy fruit. Like a spicy fruit. Okay, excellent, ladies and gentlemen, you are drinking the real McCoy. Five-year aged rum. Damn, Mark. And the... No! And the teacher becomes the pupil. (laughs) That is... So this is why we do this. I I literally do not taste oak on this rum. I... Which is that's what yeah. told, but I was starting to think I was like what the hell unaged rum do we have? Here? <laughs> <laughs> but I really I really don't get oak. So yeah, it's it's bourbon arrow, it's it's bourbon barrel aged five years, and that's kind of what I was saying. It, it, it has like a deeper taste, and I think to that's it. I like think a, that's where you were getting the spice, the yeah. spiciness. I think it was it was kind of that was the yeah that was kind of the kick. But on on their taste and on their tasting notes. I kind of perked up when you were like, "Oh, it's pineapple and coconut." Yeah, th- those are specifically their tasting. Really, the hand pineapple out. and coconut. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Um, Back yeah. in the game, and dry, <laughs> redemption. Dry, dried fruit. Lots of they say lots of dried fruits and the toasted almond. Did somebody say almond? I don't think so. Oh, maybe. okay, maybe it was just a, okay. But yeah, so. But you know that's so interesting because like so Mark's first thought was like maybe it's some kind of vodka mm-hmm. on the nose, but then as soon as you tasted it, it's like okay, it's way too much. Definitely not a way vodka. too much flavor. Yeah, right. Um, of course, now that you've told me right. that it's an aged rum, now I'm getting oh, all this like God. spice, which is, but that's sure. like the reason you blind taste. Absolutely. Because tasting blind, I got all those fruit notes, none of the oak, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. I'm pretty happy that I hit some key words of coconut and pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. That totally. That's pretty, that's but impressive. I'm, but I'm kind Did, of ashamed that I still had no idea this was aged. That you that you missed the fact that it was yeah. the aged rum. And Mark got it. Good job, Mark. Gosh. Good Boom. Job. Learning. Oh, You're not man. allowed back on this show. Get <laughs> yeah. You need to find a new uh, You embarrass th- me on my own th- goddamn podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for the final podcast, or for the final <laughs> episode of Tasting with the Intern. Good run. Mark, um, we're not signing your papers, and you're not getting college credit. Sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> awesome. Cool, boys. Thank you. Tune in next week for a new round of Tasting with the Intern, if he sticks around that long. Okay, and that is our award-winning segment. I don't know what award it won. San Francisco it, it, it won Spirits the, Competition. It won the San Francisco <laughs> Spirits Competition. It won, it won gold in the Russian Spirits Competition from the Moscow Cocktail Enthusiast blog. For best intern, <laughs> podca- for best intern segment on it a actually, podcast. It actually won double gold. So, I mean, you know, they're out, of the, out of the two that entered, we won double gold and the other Everyone. one won single gold. <laughs> which is Suckers. pretty awesome. <laughs> so, thank you so much for tuning in to the Cocktail Enthusiast Podcast. I am Nico. I'm Kevin. And as always, Cheers! Thank you for joining the Cocktail Enthusiast podcast. Be sure to visit cocktailenthusiast.com for more stories, recipes, and conversations about this spirited industry. We'll see you next week. Cheers! Cheers!